Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So it has been quite a week in Donald Trump's New York fraud trial and Trump all thin skin stomped out of the courtroom yesterday like a spoiled brat that he is. Michael Cohen began his testimony on Tuesday and he told the court how Donald Trump used to give him and Alan Weisselberg basically random numbers, just a net worth that he wanted to show on paper And then they would have to figure out how to manipulate the value of his assets to make it match that figure. Of course, Trump's attorneys pounced on Cohen. Vile, racist Alina Haba tried to get Cohen to lose his temper. She did her best, but he didn't bite. And she did get in a few digs, though. She she got in a dig about him losing his law license and about him being convicted for fraud. Odd that they would bring that up and they would use that to attack him, though, because as we all know, he did those things on behalf of Donald Trump. That was the result of him doing Donald Trump's bidding. And it's not as if there's a jury to sway. And the judge knows why everything went down. He knows how everything went down. So, you know, it's it's just a performance for Trump's benefit. However, they did get him to admit to lying to a judge in August of 2018, um, which depending on how they calculate the statute of limitations, it could result in criminal charges against Cohen. So he is being honest. If the statute of limitations was paused due to COVID, he could still be in legal jeopardy. So it shows you, yeah, he's willing to put his own security, his own um, freedom on the line to tell the truth about Trump. Anyway, Trump's other attorney, Christopher Keist, told the judge, quote, a serial liar is a serial liar. And since the entire case of the attorney general relies on this perjurous witness, I think that's highly relevant. Perjury is perjury. I mean, first of all, here's a guy with a client, Donald Trump, talking about a liar, (laughs) talking about someone being a serial liar. Really? Really, Kais? Have you looked at your client? (laughs) And then he's conveniently forgetting this case relies on written evidence. That is what sealed Trump's fate. The judge has already ruled against Trump. The judge already ruled that, yes, he committed crimes way before Cohen testified. Because based on the documentary evidence, he concluded that Trump committed crimes, that the Trump organization committed fraud. You know, this may have all started with Cohen's testimony and his assertions about Trump, But it would have been Trump's word against Cohen if there was no evidence. So Trump's legal team did manage to box Cohen in a couple times, though. They got him to admit that he lied to Congress. Cohen said he lied to them uh, because he was, quote, in the camp of Donald Trump. And then after lunch, under further cross-examination by a different attorney, Cohen admitted, yeah, you know, Trump actually never directed me directly to inflate his net worth. Um, And then Trump's attorney immediately asked the judge to dismiss the case because he claimed that, oh, Cohen just undercut the entire case. You know, he just proved that the entire attorney general's case is bogus. So the judge refused. And then that's when Trump took his ball and went home. Trump got up and he stormed out of the courtroom. And according to news reports, the judge just shook his head and lifted both of his hands in the air like, you know, (laughs) he's just flabbergasted. 
Well, after Trump's departure, Cohen went on to explain that, and he said this in the past, yeah, Trump never gives a direct order. Cohen said, quote, Donald Trump speaks like a mob boss. He tells you what he wants without specifically telling you. That's what I was referring to. So yeah, he made it clear. I mean, this is just like that billionaire that was heard on the recordings the other day. He said the same thing, that Trump never just flat out says something because he knows just where the line is to where he can't get himself in trouble. He can claim, oh, I, I didn't tell them to, to fudge the numbers. I didn't tell them to murder someone, <laughs> you know? But everybody knows exactly what he wants and what he means. So once again, you know, after all of this went down, Trump's attorney, and I guess Trump had come back into the courtroom at this point, Trump's attorney again demanded that the case be dismissed. And the judge shot back at him, quote, absolutely not. This case has evidence, credible or not, all over the place. That's absurd, Mr. Robert. No way, no how is this case being dismissed over the statements by one witness who I don't consider a key witness. And then the judge also said, quote, there's enough evidence in this case to fill the courtroom. Now, there was some additional drama, which ended with Trump hit with another 10,000 contempt of court charge. He apparently made a comment to the press during a break, and Trump told the reporters that Judge Angeron is a partisan, and which, you know, that is completely fine under the gag order. But then he also said, quote, with a person who's very partisan sitting alongside him, perhaps even much more partisan than he is. So the judge took the comment as another attack on his law clerk, who Trump had already attacked on his failing social media site. So he called Trump to the witness stand and he questioned Trump about the comment. And Trump claimed that he was directing that comment towards Cohen. Well, the judge didn't buy it. So he dismissed Trump from the stand and almost immediately said, I find the witness to be not credible. <laughs> so yeah, he charged him with another $10,000. Um, there was also some late breaking news today, just as I started recording. Trump, as you guys know, he's trying to get that limited gag order struck down. He's appealing the judge's decision right now. Well, the special counsel who's handling that case, the, the um, coup, attempted coup case, as well as the classified document case, uh, he is now accusing Trump of threatening his former chief of staff, tr Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows. In regard to the news that Meadows has taken an immunity deal and that he's already testified against Trump, Trump posted on his failing social media site that he wouldn't expect Meadows to, quote, lie about the rigged and stolen election merely for getting immunity, but some people would make that deal. I mean, I guess we can be happy that he finally learned out how to spell stolen properly, you know, a, a word that you learn in elementary school commonly used word. He's no longer spelling it as Stalin with two L's. So we're making progress. Um, and then he went on to write, quote, they are weaklings and cowards and so bad for the future of our failing nation. 
<laughs> so the special counsel is now using this as an argument against him and saying, look, this is a perfect example of why we need a gag order, why it's necessary in this attempted coup case, because we need to prevent him from influencing and intimidating witnesses. So we'll see what happens. Like I explained before, you know, the special counsel had until Wednesday of this week to submit their document to prove their case. And then Trump's team will have three additional days to respond to that. And then the judge will make a ruling. My guess is with all of the things that have come out of his mouth lately, the way he's been acting and spewing out you know, veiled threats and just insults left and right. And, and I am all for free speech, but yeah, you cannot intimidate witnesses. You, you cannot try to damage the jury pool and influence them in some way. So we'll see what happens. We should know next week, I would think. Uh, I'll keep you posted. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.